Hello and welcome back everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Josiah. Excited to be with you guys on this 40 Days in the Psalms with Jesus. It's been a good journey for me. I've learned a lot. It's helped me to grow and uh, we've picked up a lot of new listeners. So all in all, I really believe the Lord has blessed this. For all of you who pray um, for this church and uh, for all of us pastors and for this podcast, thank you very much. Um, really believe that we see the Spirit of God using Crosspoint Church and hopefully uh, this podcast is a part of it, using it to keep people committed to Scripture uh, daily. It's vital. It's part of our three C's of how we make disciples of Christ here at Crosspoint, being committed to the habits of a Christ follower. The Bible is essential. You're not going to grow in Christ without being committed to Scripture. So we listen to it, we read it, we apply it, we pray it. And uh, the Crosspoint Scripture podcast aims to be a lot like that, a lot, a big part of that, okay? All right, guys, um, we are drawing uh, to the end, um, to the goal of our 40 days in the Psalms with Jesus, and today we're in Psalm 39, okay? So just two more days together on this particular journey, but um, as I've reminded us in the past, the Crosspoint Scripture podcast um, lives on after these 40 days, okay? We'll be still here um, wherever you have found these podcasts. Um, we'll still be here for you guys to listen. So I hope you'll stay with us. Today in Psalm 39, we're going to be praying. Um, we're going to be looking at how the, praying this psalm and uh, our prayer life in general can help us um, when we're looking for humility, okay? Christian humility, having the right view of ourselves so that we can get our eyes off ourselves and onto God, um, you can see from Scripture, is something that we have to look for. It's not going to just come to us. We have to look for it. We have to work for it. We have to walk towards it. And prayer is one of the primary ways we do that, of course, Scripture too. And in this um, podcast, we're going to bring those two disciplines together in one, where um, prayerful meditation on Scripture will help us as we search for, look for, ask for, pray for humility. Okay? And uh, Jesus was humble. Jesus was the son of God and the king of the universe, and he was a humble man. <laughs> Let that rest on you. I mean, he was the perfect image of God, and he was willing to rub shoulders with um, the least of us happily. He didn't hold his nose and do it. He, he took joy in being with the least of humanity and continues to. That's the type of God he is. You know, Jesus says of himself that he's lowly and humble in heart. He um, has no, he's not a snob. He's not, he doesn't feel like he's better than other people in that way, in that snobby way, okay? So we worship him as God, and we should, but he is more than willing to associate with you. If you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. That's, that's humility, and it's something that we can, we can move towards in prayer. So um, if that sounds exciting to you, let's go. So I'm going to read through Psalm 39 uh, from the ESV, and then we'll look a little bit more closely at it. So Psalm 39 says, I said, I will guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a muzzle so long as the wicked are in my presence. I was mute and silent. I held my peace to no avail and my distress grew worse. My heart became hot within me as I mused the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. O oh Lord, make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days a few hand breaths, and my lifetime is as nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. 
Surely a man goes about us as a shadow. Surely for nothing they are in turmoil. Man heaps up wealth and does not know who will gather. And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of the fool. I am mute. I do not open my mouth, for it is you who have done it. Remove your stroke from me. I am spent by the hostility of your hand. When you discipline a man with rebukes for sin, you consume like a moth what is dear to him. Surely all mankind is a mere breath. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears, for I am a sojourner with you, a guest like all my fathers. Look away from me, that I may smile again before I depart and am no more. Okay. So a psalm that's um, tied up with, I see three strands. You know, there's um, some of that, there's some sorrow, you know, just being honest about some hard times. But the two major threads in this one to me are uh, humility and repentance. There's, and uh, which is fitting because um, for us, pride is a sin. It's everywhere. It gets into you. It's in our culture. We live in a proud culture and we... Um, get trained at an early age to, um, you know, see ourselves as the center of the universe a little too much. And, um, especially people who are trying to sell us stuff, um, encourage those type of feelings. And so it's tough. We have to repent of pride. That's, that's the road to humility is repentance and, um, prayer, right. Is an integral part of repentance because repentance is talking to God and changing our mind and saying, okay, Lord, you know, change my heart. I'm done with this. I don't want to be this way. Okay. That's repentance. And so did Jesus need to repent? No. Um, what he did was show us the path of humility. He was the, um, pioneer of humility. He was the perfect God man that showed us what it looked like to be a humble human who lives you know, in humility. And so he didn't need to, to, um, repent, but we do. And these verses, um, four through six, okay. Psalm 39, four through six. This is a beautiful prayer for repentance. So let's read it again. Oh Lord, make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am now, man. Prayers like this. Do you, do you understand? That's a prayer. He's asking God for something. He's saying, open my eyes. Help me not to get that human blindness that makes me think this life is everything. And I've got plenty of time to think about this and that, and I'm going to make my life awesome. It's like, Lord, open my eyes. Help me to see it's fleeting, you know, and, and those sorts of thoughts are humbling. You know, it's like when you stand, if you've ever been to the Grand Canyon or Niagara Falls, you stand on the edge of these natural wonders and you feel small. Or if you've ever been out past these city lights and you can see that great sky full of stars above you, it's it's a fearful but a relieving feeling of like, man, after all, you are just a very small thing in a very huge universe, you know? And so we're asking the Lord to open our eyes to that reality. It's not like a fiction that we want God to convince us of. It's a reality that we need to have our eyes open to. He continues in five, behold, you have made my days a few hand breaths. So this is, you know, this is something God has done to humble mankind. And my lifetime is as nothing before you. God's an infinite God with no beginning and no end. You know, and be, before him, we are just a, a infinitesimal blip on the screen. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. It's not just us, but it's every person that was ever made altogether. 
Surely a man goes about as a shadow. Surely for nothing they are in turmoil. So that we switch to the they there, and he means, you know, so all of mankind, they get in all heaped up with wars and craziness and suing each other and just insanity for no reason because man, verse 6, heaps up wealth and does not know who will gather. So we just pile the stuff up and then we die 70 years later. All right. So is this the usual uh, modern cure for <laughs> a bad day um, where you kind of cheer yourself up and say, oh, you know, this is going well and all that. All right. No, it isn't. This is the deeper. This is the biblical medicine. This is the Jesus medicine where we go, man, I'm one little spark flying up in the air from the bonfire of life. I really need to recognize that. And then what can happen is if we'll allow the Lord to show us who we really are, who the, what the reality really is, then that humility will free us to enjoy God, to be blown away again that he knows you, cares about you, and, and plans on spending an eternity with you. Being as infinitesimally small as we are, it should blow our minds again and give us joy that God has great plans for us. It can help us enjoy other people more um, when we stop fussing and fighting with people and desperate to make our lives work out and things. That humility can equal freedom in our lives. And one of the chief ways we chase after humility is in prayer. And we could do a lot better than using, we could do a lot worse than using Psalm 39 um, as one of those prayers and, and scriptural truth to help sober us up and wake us up to the to the reality of our humble state, okay? All right, guys. Um, I pray um, that gift of humility for everyone listening and for myself. I need it, and the little bit of it that God has been able to get into my life has been tremendously freeing to me. It is, man, I have very much enjoyed it. All right, guys. Um, we'll see you. We're going to cross that finish line. Um, next time, Psalm 40. All right. See you then.